see, young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. All right, we're back. Um, yep. Do you care if Bow Wow exists? <laughs> Why? Why is this question? Well, well as I'm scrolling, uh, someone brought this to my attention, that Bow Wow just posted something saying, uh, sometimes I really wish I never existed. I can never do shit right, even when I'm doing shit right. I'm better off. You know what we're not doing right? We didn't do our intro. Oh, all right. All right, well, I'm Brandon Kilbage Hall. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Aaron Ashley Simon. And you're listening to Grassroots Podcast, yeah. where it's about the stories and opinions of influencers. Telling and about Bow Wow. <laughs> and telling their grassroots. <laughs> and about Bow Wow. With his grass tree in the back, or whatever that is. What is that? I don't know, but that's a really nice tree. All right, listen, <laughs> nevertheless, let's stay on, on track here. Yes. What, what's up with Bow Wow? Let's do <clears throat> a, a, a timeline of Bow Wow. Time, uh, timeline in the sense of he's been extremely successful uh, from movies to music to producing to pretty much everything. Yeah. So why is it that he, I guess, feels like he's in a rut where he can't do anything wrong? Is it, is it because of the, the backlash that he gets now from him parading on, on jets or... or planes or whatever the hell he's doing like wh- what is the issue i guess probably the issue is being hot uh, being like a like a hot young star and then kind of falling off in a sense yeah um when you have so much attention and notoriety and and such a high status and you go from like being at the top to then kind of like feeling maybe lost or don't know what to do like you're going to do some crazy things, probably. Yeah. I mean, we've seen a lot with uh, child, like young child stars, mm-hmm. how they're like big and then they kind of just like shit happens. They're either in drugs or just kind of move on and have a good life or something like that. But he's one of the more interesting people. Like, I look at it, he's never really fallen off, per se. Like, really think about it. You've never seen him fall on hard times. You've never yeah. seen him, even when he's paraded and done certain things. It's never really, you've never seen him out where it's like, yo, Bow Wow in these streets looking fucked up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga look crazy. You don't see that. Nah, he good though. Cause, and it's, it's funny how, I mean, it's not funny, but it is kind of funny. Sorry, folks. But on that Instagram photo, he has, you know, he's going on about how he doesn't want, maybe he's inferring that he didn't want to exist. And there's people on there like, yo, you fine. Like, the brat <laughs> even said, like, boy, you fine. Like, they didn't even give a shit about what he had to say. Like, he literally could be like, I want to die tomorrow. And there's people on there like, boy, you so fine. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. what? <laughs> That's the fucked up shit. Let's say this is a legitimate cry for help. And, and Bow Wow's out there saying, hey, little Bow Weezy's out there. Yeah. I'm ready to hang it up permanently. My life. 
And you got some fans saying, yo, nice jacket. You want to give that shit to me? Like, it shit don't make no sense. But on the flip side, you're, we're in an age where people are not responsible and mature. So, and we live in an age where trolls exist. And not only that, I think that the situation with him is that he's in a position now where when he does something or he says something, I don't think people can really take him seriously. Especially with that situation where he said that he was in a private jet and was on like a commercial flight. Yeah. Uh, he it's kind he kind of put himself in a situation where like people are probably looking at him like if anything he posts on social media they can't take him seriously or that he, some people may think he's a joke. Um, and it's not even just him. I feel like we're in an age in social media where people put things on social media that could be serious, but because of them posting it constantly to either get attention or people think they're trying to get attention, people aren't going to take them seriously. Like yeah. this could genuinely be a cry for help, but because of his past actions, people may not take it seriously. But also, like you got like a freaking GQ photo too, so I don't, I don't know how seriously you can take that. Well, that's the other thing too. If you're gonna, I know this may sound fucked up, but if you're gonna commit to committing. You got to at least look somber in, in the picture. You can't be looking like money in the picture. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the other thing, too. But as we're looking at this, Bow Wow's got music coming out. Mm. Could this be his marketing rollout? The effectiveness of talking about ending it all? I just think that's so crazy. I just don't... I, I, I'm not all for the whole... Let's make something like a beef or me trying to hurt myself or something as like a marketing tool. It's like you got to really stoop that low to market your project. And I'm not even just, I'm not even talking about Bow. Like there are other artists and people who have done that. Like yeah, I yeah. just don't I don't think that they should do that. Like I think it's crazy. I think it's I think it's the age of fake it till you make it. And I think this is one of the times where and I I, I hope I am wrong, but I I can't take this serious just because to your point he does so much shit where you don't know <laughs> you don't know and a part of it i get it you know uh shoe on the other foot yeah. he's been extremely successful throughout his years yeah. um you're, you're used to living a certain lifestyle you're used to being uh perceived a certain way yeah. and you want to keep up you're, you're in the entertainment business you're in the music business and and that's the cloth that he's kind of cut from where you're constantly having to boast and brag that whole rapper shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's, he's from that cloth. I, I get it. But, um, you know, I don't want Bow Wow to hang it up permanently, meaning his life. So if this is serious, I hope that he, he's all right. But it's also open-ended. I mean, he could say I'm better off being rich or I'm better off. Well, that was the other know, thing too. It, I, I feel like to your point, Anyone that puts I'm better off and then has the time to put dot, 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 like fam. Not three dots, <laughs> like six dots. Not yet. <laughs> There's mad dots there. You contemplated on making this illusion intriguing. Like, yeah. I'm off that. But do you feel, okay, I, this, I think this kind of goes back to when we talked about how positivity was, quote unquote, from Wilson's term, is weaponized. I feel like certain times within entertainment, mental health is utilize as a marketing tool in a negative way. Definitely. I feel like 
if we're gonna have conversations about mental health, it should be something that's addressed, looked at, or presented in a specific manner because it's a sensitive subject. Because anyone could anyone can be dealing with mental health issues. Rich people, poor people, successful people, unsuccessful mm-hmm. people, anyone can. But I just think that there have been so many situations where people have utilized it or shown it in a way that was could be negatively portrayed Mm -hmm. and it kind of goes back to like you know if everyone cries wolf how do we know when someone's actually telling the truth yeah you know so i don't know man prayers up for bow wheezy (laughs) that's all i can say just don't get jumped again yeah oh god that was bad he apparently said he didn't but i don't know I don't know. Uh, I'm just saying there's a lot going on between you having six people around you and you getting snuffed. Then this post, it's a lot. So I I don't know. But prayers up for Bow Weezy. I hope he doesn't hang it up. Speaking of hanging it up, sad day for hip hop again, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Young Jeezy has announced his retirement. Oh, man. And I quote, as the cold summer tour comes to an end, it was inspiring seeing my day one fans since my first album, Class TM101, come out every night. Now class is coming to an end. It's time for graduation, i.e. Kanye graduate. All right, never mind. My last album and final class, TM104. Trust your process. I know a lot of people are upset about this. I'm, I, lo- I like Jeezy. I'm not, I'm not a... Uh, uh, a hive, though. Uh, I, what ho- what hive does he have? Is it like snowman or or? Well, that was the t-shirts. Yeah, people used to get in trouble for those t-shirts too. Yeah, yeah, those t-shirts were fire. Um, so I was trolling Ice the other day on Twitter about this. He was really upset about this. Obviously, if you don't know, Ice is the biggest fucking Jeezy fan ever. Like and troller and and troller. <laughs> but the one person he doesn't troll is Jeezy. Like he's a big, 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 big Jeezy fan. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I had to poke fun at this and send this article to him <laughs> because he was, he was retired. But um, what does this mean for hip-hop? Like, I, I, Jeezy has always been one of those people, especially uh, in recent interviews with, like, fucking um, uh, Everyday Struggle, where he talked about never wanting to be a rapper. Like, he just was doing it. He was trying to just show people that it can be done, but he never pro- uh, proclaimed, proclaimed to be a rapper. So what does this mean now? Well, I mean, I guess my question is like, you know the whole concept where they say like rappers never really retire? If he's not a rapper, doesn't look at himself as a rapper, then does that mean that he himself is actually going to retire? Like, do you feel like he's actually going to retire? What do you mean? Like from entertainment or? Well, I mean, we've seen situations where Jay-Z said he's retiring from music and then he's came back yeah, or, but I never, I or, never being take, in, or being involved. But do you feel like he actually means like he's done with music? He is the one person I do believe, though, that is done with music on, on uh, a front-facing aspect. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see him on the back end doing things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like orchestrating music and, and, and finding new talent, things like that. I could see him doing that. But when this tweet came out... I. I you know how normally when that shit comes out, like when you see like Jay Z or somebody tweet, you're like, all right, whatever, nigga. Like, I ain't, I ain't paying that shit no mind. As soon as I read the tweet, I, I believed it. Mm-hmm. 
not knowing him personally or, or not knowing anything, just how he carries himself and how he, he maneuvers and speaks about music and, and having uh, bigger aspirations outside of music, yeah. this is on time. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I wasn't really surprised. I believe it. It's it's sad because he, he he's such a, a big artist. Yeah. But that's the other thing. Can we really classify him now in this day and age as being a big artist? Because yes, he's he has a big cult following. But yeah. do do we put him up there with the upper echelon top tier artists of today? I would more so put him along the the artists with high longevity. Mm -hmm. I think now we're in a period of time with music where like being a big artist does not mean that your career is going to last. Yeah. There are previous artists that were big who no one's talking about anymore. Mm -hmm. So I think he's definitely some, somewhere up there in terms of like artist longevity. And honestly, that is more important to be known for that than to be known as like, quote unquote, the big artist. And what I'm saying like big as in like just big artists without longevity. There are artists who are big and have longevity, yeah. like Jay-Z, like Beyonce, you know, like Rihanna. But, you know, he's somewhere out there who should be proud that he's able to stick around for as long as he has and still be relevant. Yeah, and still be relevant. Like, his following is crazy. Um, do we deem him to be a, a legacy act? Um, Yeah. In a certain sense. Right. In a sense. In a right? certain sense. I, I would agree. I would I would think he would be a legacy act. You figure the amount of music that he's contributed to just hip hop in general, classic records in mm -hmm. general. Yeah, I put him up there as that. I yeah. put him up there as that. It's it's all about impact. It's about, you know, what do they give to music? What do they give to the culture? And it, is it still identifiable? Yeah. Is it still impactful? Everyone knows that the snowman, the cartoon snowman caricature, is connected to Jeezy. Yeah. Like, you see a snowman shirt, it's going to remind you of Jeezy. Mm -hmm. Like, so there's certain things that are still around. Like, that's even still around. I still, I still see people with that T-shirt. Kids are still getting in trouble in high school for wearing that yeah, T-shirt. Um, so I think, yeah, I think he's definitely up there because the impact that he's had as an artist. Ah, salute to Jeezy, man. Salute. I, I wish him well. I'm curious to see what he's going to be doing, though. Uh, maybe he's going to also not just do music, but maybe he's going to also get on that investment tip or some other artists are going to be doing. I can see him doing that. He's, he's, he still has a hustling uh, mentality. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like the way he does business, the way he, he talks about business and, and bringing forth a different level of maturity to, yeah. to younger people. I, I get that. What do you uh, think he's going to invest in? Snowman. No, <laughs> like, like shovels. <laughs> yeah, like shovels. He could. He could. Ah, they could. Yeah. You know what? They need to figure out tools that people in the South can use because when it snows down in Atlanta, it seems like everyone loses their mind. Yeah, they do. It, it, the, the sign of snow coming, they all freak out. All of my friends that live down South, they all, it's snowing. The, the county is shut down. It's a state of emergency. And they got like an inch of some bullshit. Meanwhile, we get like feet and all this. Yeah, crazy. fifteen yeah, and schools and jobs aren't even closed. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. But um, speaking of just maturity and shit like that, um, Takashi Six Nine stopped by a Breakfast Club. Uh, we're gonna skim over this. <laughs> it's a little interesting. 
but it was very interesting. Uh, so just to give you guys a brief overview, so he stopped up there and, and talked a lot about uh, his beef with the game, uh, a lot of the issues that he's had with different rappers, things of that um, nature. Go check out the interview because we're not going to really dive into this one that much. But I thought it was interesting hearing from his management um, and how they they view him as an artist and how they view their how they move, I guess, yeah. which was interesting to me. Um, his manager seemed to articulate himself very, very well and and under had a good grasp of the climate. But he didn't really waver on, I guess, the dangers or possible dangers that Takashi could be running into between different artists and, and people, you know, wanting to put hands and feet on him. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know. This is a sticky situation. I've never heard anything about this kid like we were discussing earlier on. I, I don't really know much about him. He's 21 years old. And his first interview I've ever seen with him, um, you can definitely tell that he's, he's young even without knowing his age, and you can definitely see where uh, he's got some growing to do. He's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, you know, hearing his upbringing, him talking about, you know, just being Mexican and, and not uh, people kind of writing him off. He talked about a, a teachers, that's therapists, a whole bunch of other shit. Um, so I thought, I thought this was a very, very interesting interview, I will say. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I have a curious question. Do you feel like this is, I'm going to talk about this on a deeper level, not even about, you know, him having, you know, these back and forth situations with other people on social media, but do you feel like, I guess it kind of it ties back to our other conversation with Bow Wow. Do you feel like mental health and the lack of mental health and the lack of um, s mental health support systems for young um, kids who are in, in, in low-income families or low-income areas or poor areas, do you think that could contribute to kind of like this situation where it's like they never really had an outlet to talk about certain things, so then they, one, don't really know how to express themselves in the right way and make him off a certain way? Because he did express himself and I did think that it was some things that he said were kind of interesting in that in that um, interview for the Breakfast Club. But I also think maybe it's coming off a certain way that may rub people the wrong way. And two, is that why a lot of the young people are taking to social media to give off how they feel about certain things? Do you feel like the lack of like a therapist or a counselor or someone that they can talk to is contributing to these like ongoing social media well, beefs and stuff like that? He said that. He said that in an interview. Not obviously that in depth, but he said in the interview, I was deprived as a kid from, from certain things. He said, I am a product of my environment. So, I mean, he, that's, that's really what it is. He's one of the people. He said he comes from the bottom of the bottom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't have a good family, I guess, outlet or, or core outside of his team that he has now. But growing up, he yeah. was, he was written off multiple times. So for him, that's why I can kind of understand him in a sense just from this interview yeah because again this is my first time i don't know any of this kid's music i don't I, I know nothing about him yeah but just looking at the interview you can see that he has a chip on his shoulder he, he feels a way about certain things yeah. he feels a way 
about so shit. how would how if if people like him had access to therapy access to counselors access to even an individual that wouldn't write him off how do you think that would impact hip-hop at least now because there are a lot of artists that come from his situation that you know uh, especially the younger artists and there's some younger artists that are beefing all that stuff so how do you think that would impact hip-hop overall or would it really i look at him just after doing this interview, or him doing the interview rather, I look at him like the Joker to Batman, mm. right? The reason I say that, outside of the color, his colorful hair and all that shit, that, that, that makes no never mind. He is the crazy person, quote unquote crazy person in hip hop right now that you don't understand. You don't know him, you just, you just see him acting out. The reason I say correlation to Batman and Joker, because it's the same thing. A lot of people looked at Joker as being crazy, but there was logic to his reasoning. Mm. You know what I'm saying? His logic was, we're all villains. I just want to be a higher class of villain. I want, I want to start moving shit. I want to make things happen for villains. And also with uh, Joker, he had something happen to him that turned him into what he is now. Segway. Great point. I wonder, outside of everything else happening, yeah, his horrible upbringing, fucking uh, therapist writing him off, all this other shit. Yeah, I wonder what changed this kid, because I don't really think that he is necessarily a bad person. Yeah, I don't think that he's. He may have some dickhead tendencies, but who doesn't? Yeah, I I do wonder what happened to him that has him the way that he is now. Jumping from gang to gang, allegedly. Jumping from city to city with, you know, two, three people and you're fighting in airports. You, you, there's a lot going on with him. I would love to just pick his brain a little bit just from that aspect. Well, when you... I mean, when he's talking about how people are always writing him off and just a product of his environment... It's, it's, I don't even think it's necessarily one thing that happened to him. I think it's just an accumulation of things just happening. It's kind of like a nail in wood. You keep hammering it. You keep hammering it. And Pause. you keep hammering it. Oh, my gosh. Get <laughs> over it. I can say that. I know, but... Yo, you always say no pause. There's no one else to pause here. Oh, my God. Say it to your head. Pause. <laughs> you Jesus always... Christ, no. no, no, no. I'm sorry. Before I go back to something serious, he always paused me for things that women can say. I don't understand that. There's no one else here. <laughs> like, all right, forget it. Go ahead. A woman can say, keep hammering, hammering. Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> Where's Thank the you. flag on the plate? It goes back. <laughs> you wear socks, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Oh, you're not going to get that reference if you didn't listen to our last episode. Word. So go listen to it. All right. <laughs> going back. So it's kind of like a nail and a hammer tool. When you keep using the hammer tool <laughs> to put the nail... <laughs> deeper into the wood. I see you're trying to say a pause. I'll make sure you don't. Um, eventually, like, it's going to get stuck. Yeah. It's going to get stuck in that material. It's going to get stuck in that position. He probably is constantly getting hit over the head by experiences, and it keeps him stuck in his ways. Yeah. So it takes, it, and, and, and for him to get out of it, it's going to take maybe someone or something that just little by little is taking that nail out the wood. Mm -hmm. 
That actually was a really great reference. All that right. Was, that, that, was, that. that was actually really good. <laughs> I can't slander you. But um, <laughs> just getting off that, um, I, I do hope that, oh, excuse me, I do hope that uh, I don't want anything bad to happen to him. I don't want anything bad to happen but to anyone. Yeah, I, I, I just do think, especially from his management, because his management just, that's the one thing that I'm so confused about is yeah. his management really, really articulated himself well. Like, I was surprised. Yeah. And not to say that he can't have good representation, but yeah. him articulating the situations and, and talking about his artist and, and talking yeah. about the the environment. Yeah. I was just thrown by it. So I, I wish them, them well. And I just think that they may need to reevaluate some things. I just um, hope the situation doesn't blow up into something that's a little more well, serious, yeah, you know, because it yeah. has more there's more people involved in this situation like academics and a few others. So like, yeah, I'm yeah. Concerned. I really don't want to see anyone get hurt. Um, well, that was the other thing too, is what? The, the mention of academics in the interview, him saying that, Oh yeah, that's my friend. We're cool. Oh yeah. And it's kind of like, yeah. you know how it is. Birds of a feather, a feather flock, flock together, together as do pigs and swan. But then that all, yeah, that's just, oof. So I mean, it 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 gets sticky. It gets sticky. Yeah. So I don't know, but I hope I hope they all figure it out. So fucking um. In later news, uh, Jay Z invests in a promise app to help people pay bail. <gasps> we rich, bitch! <laughs> oh my god! No, finally. Oh uh, well, yeah. The whole bail system is fucked up. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of systems that are fucked up. The pharmaceutical company system, insurance bail all messed up but um the one thing that i really thought that's interesting not only about this but also about just in general with jay-z and apps is that jay-z is not only um investing in a nonprofit that's going to help do bail reform um, but he's also apparently going to be linking up with uh, puff to do an app that is um showcasing and integrating black businesses into the app oh shit what yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I think that's something that's needed. However, there are people that are upset about that. They're upset from what I've seen on social media because it, they're saying, why don't you invest in the apps that are already doing that now? I have my own personal thoughts. I want to hear yours first before I get into my little, you know, little Puerto Rican-ness um, over here. I don't know. I mean, in my brain, I think the more the merrier. If there are apps out there now that are not performing up to par, yeah. why would I want to invest in them when I could, I have the resources and the funding to go make my own and do it right? Like just be, just because, like I'm, I'm I'm all for supporting black businesses, obviously, given my ethnicity, yeah. but just because it's a black business doesn't mean it's a good business you know what i'm yeah. saying like I, I don't have to do that if, if, it, if it doesn't make business sense for me as a businessman as a mogul i don't have to do that i can go yeah. make my my own and make it better it's still contributing to the overall goal of having black owned businesses so i don't i don't i don't get the slander yeah and i also think that this one situation i, I think what's happening also is that when people are looking at situations they're looking at it as like isolated isolated situations not like that he just invested in a nonprofit yeah. that is going to help bail reform because the bail system's messed up. Basically, if you're poor, you go to jail. 
Like, mm -hmm. if you don't have the money to get them out, you're going to stay there until trial. Um, they're not looking at the fact that Ducey is sponsoring Henny, Henny Palooza, or mm -hmm. Ducey Palooza now. And that was a business that was started by black men. Black men. So I think, like, we can't keep picking and choosing what we want to get mad at. We got to have to look at it collectively. What is he doing collectively? And like what you were saying, if their other apps aren't good, why would you invest? You have to think, black business or not, if someone who is an investor is going to look at a company, if it's not structured right, why am I going to invest? I'm not going to invest because you're a black person. That just yeah, does not make any sense. It's, it's deeper than that. While while the issue is, is black people and... and uh, I, I, I get that. Yeah. I get it. Oh, of to course. Totally, totally get it. But From a business sense. But yeah, business is business. I'm yes. not investing in some trash shit mm -mm. that's not going to be profitable. It doesn't make sense. And if you look at it, if they're making an app that's better, that's going to have a, a bigger directory for black businesses, better functionalities and user interfaces, yeah. is you can get it on so many different platforms and, and it's going to be promoted more because it's Puff and Jay. That's going to bring more awareness to your black business yeah. at the end of the day. And, you know, for me, like, and, and, and also, there's nothing wrong with competition. Having competition does not mean that you are giving up on black business or black people. That's not what it's it fine is. Tuning. It's okay to have competition, you know? And this is, this is an area that needs to be improved. There's going to be someone who's going to be at the top. If it's not Jay, if it's someone else, are you going to be mad about that? If someone else had an app and it was excelling? You know, I just I just think that we got to look at it in a bigger picture and look at it as a big win. Because mm -hmm. ultimately, like this app, and if it's done really well, it's going to bring attention to all the black businesses that are in that app or yeah. associated with that app. So then everyone wins and everyone eats. So I don't know. I just I just think with what Jay has been doing a lot i i just i can't like i don't know why why people are getting mad now my question is do you think they're getting mad because of jay's involvement or puff's involvement mm. that's a good question right? that's a good question yeah because i personally I, I like i show jay's doing his bail reform and he's doing the trayvon martin docuseries to bring light to a situation that people are not tweeting about anymore like I, this is the start of wakanda Mm. this is the start you you build a place you give a platform for people and give them hope you know how many people that legitimately go to jail that are innocent and not just saying they're innocent because I know everyone in jail is innocent but that legitimately go to jail and that are innocent but because they don't have the financial backing to get out or bail themselves out they're yeah. stuck there yeah Shit like this is needed. It is. It definitely is. And so. this and this bail reform is not gonna. J it's gonna be for, you know, blacks, Hispanics, Asians, and um, I think what do they say here? They said that this the is this for the app? Yeah, this is for that. I think they said below too that it's gonna expand. For other minorities too. Yeah, it expands and for not just black. It's yeah. gonna be Asian American, Latino, LGBT, Muslim, Jewish. Listen, Wakanda forever. Yes. Bars. <laughs> <laughs>
I had to do that. His shoulders mad tight. You're such a thing. I had to lean, I leaned back because I got the table here. Uh, all right, whatever, fine. Yeah, hitting my elbow on the table. That, oh, that's the worst. Hitting that, hitting that bone. Oh, man. Speaking of just crazy shit. So Logic <laughs> confirmed split with wife, Jessica Andrea. Uh, it's very simple. In quotes, this is obviously from Logic. It just didn't work. Um, I thought this was interesting, really short and brief, just because um, I like Logic. Um, I stumbled on Logic years ago. Not yeah. years, well, yeah, a few years ago now, thinking about it. Literally on, on fucking Spotify, a song came on off of second album, first album, whatever it was, and I was like, holy shit, what is this? Yeah. And then I heard his project, and I fell in love with him. Pause. After that... I followed him, and the reason I brought into his his brand and him is because he was very big on just being normal. His normality was, yo, I got a dog, I got a wife, like I, I don't care, I just yeah. want to make good music, and I want to inspire people. So, and that and that logic, then you know, didn't wear jewelry. You never saw him out. He he was he was in a uh, he was like an enigma. He was literally he reminded me a lot of M, just being yeah. very mysterious to fast forwarding now where he's he, his swag's a little different a little yeah. different got jewelry he's 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 out and about he he feels like he could he can <coughs> be better off just being single so my question i pose to you is yeah. do we think the industry got to him <laughs> did the evils finally sink in and huh? logic can't see the logic in marriage anymore and so he's jumping ship, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, it's a I good guess case. before I answer, how old is he? I don't know. Let's look it up quickly. All right. Just to see how old he is, because I have I have a thought, I have a thought, but I need to first know how old he is before I even give that that well, thought off. How, for about specific you, how about you? How about you give your thought and let's see if you're on par from an age perspective. Okay, so I think that. What we have to all understand is that if you get married young, you're not going to be the same person that you were when you were younger compared to how you all, how you are older. Agreed. Like how I was when I was 21 years old is not the same Aaron as when I was 25. So things can change. I'm not saying that all marriages that happen when people are young are going to go in divorce, but that does happen. I mean, yeah. that happened to my parents. My parents got married young. They both got older, both ended up being two different people than they were before, for good and for worse. Mm -hmm. And it didn't, it didn't, it, like, it didn't work out. So, um, and also, like, <laughs> we're all happier when we're single. <laughs> like, that's just, that's just the facts. Everyone's happier when they're single, to a certain extent. Because in relationships, you're dealing with another personality. You're dealing with someone who likes different things. Relationships are about compromise, non-negotiables and negotiables. So you're not going to always be happy in relationships. So, yeah, of course you can be happy when you're by yourself because that's we're selfish human you don't beings. Deal. We're selfish at the core. Yeah. You don't got to deal with people nagging or this, is that, and the third. So you're going to be all happy and be like fucking Snow White with the birds chipping <laughs> around and just like, <laughs> you know, all that. So I just think that like, when people get older, they, they grow apart, and that's very possible. Well, you are right. He was born <sighs> January 22nd, 1990, and he is 28. So he's getting close to that 30. He's getting close to that 30. Look at him. He's got all these goddamn chains. I'm, I don't know who he is. Who are you now? <laughs> Seven chains. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm so... It's, 
I'm so perplexed. <laughs> Nevertheless, um, I, I really don't care. I just wanted to pose my case. I don't care if they separated. I don't really don't. I mean, I'm, it's well, like, you say you don't care as in like you don't. You're not like into that gossipy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not not like I don't care about their marriage coming to an end. That's horrible. I, I yeah. pray for you guys, but in in the sense of like from a gossipy aspect, yeah, I don't really care to know this. It's none of my fucking business. I don't care. Y'all go separate and, and figure that shit out and just keep being great and doing what you do. But that goes to the question that when you're a celeb, like, sh- uh, let me think of how to word this because I don't want to word it the wrong way. But like, if you're someone like him or There's someone no like Cardi mean? B, like what, what, to what point are you allowed privacy? You're not. You live in a glass house. That's what you sign up for. When you become an artist, you are now open to criticism, feedback. You are open to people telling you how to live your life, even though it's you. You're open to people telling you how things should be done and how they can't be done and or what you can and can or, can or not do. I feel like there still has to be some level of privacy, though. No. Not everything. Like, I don't want you telling the whole world, like, the exact manner that I take a shit. So, like... If it's per- <laughs> if it's per- if it's pertinent news, and how long you've been on the toilet, maybe news. <laughs> Just saying, when you're an artist, everything matters. Mm. Everything matters. There, there's no privacy. There's no n- nothing. There's well, nothing. They may have to just control the people that are around them then, because, I mean, look, even. I, even Beyonce and Jay Z have some level of privacy, but no, they, they, don't. they do. They do have some level of privacy. We don't. Regular fans, industry people, that's different. We we hear about everything, but regular fans don't know everything that goes on within their life in a certain aspect. Not everything. Well, but that but that could be said for any artist. Not everything is put on display. You know what I'm saying? Like it. That's not what I'm saying. So then there is there should but they should have there there's still that certain level of privacy. Then there is always going to be a level of privacy. You're not going to know when someone you know goes to the bathroom when they just have so you're not gonna know that but the major things like a breakup a baby being born a new record deal yeah. you losing your house <laughs> someone passing away uh fucking i don't i don't know but the major things even if you try to hide it you can't just like for example uh what's her name kylie jenner totally off topic they made a whole big thing about her hiding her baby from social media her reasoning was she didn't want it. She wanted to kind of take in being a new mom to herself, which is respectable, yeah. right? She got slandered for not posting her baby and the name and hiding it. That's the world we live in. But you're that, you're an A-lister. We need to know. Well, We're fans. We control your life. But she created that environment. She created that environment. The Kardashians created that environment where they share everything. But, so when you don't share anything, it's like the opposite. But that's my point. Once you once you're you 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 hit that realm of stardom, yeah. you, you're in the game. It that's just what it is. You're in the game. Well, also a lot of things that you mentioned too are gonna be public information. Like when you get married and when you get divorced. And if you go to divorce court, that's going to eventually be public information. Yeah. When you, you know, certain things legally, contractually are public information. So I understand that. Um, but I do, I do for the, for the, for the, I, I still, I still believe that people of that caliber should still have some sort of privacy. And I'm not saying like a 
whole lot because like you said they signed up for certain things but at the end of the day they're all human beings they all need to be left alone sometimes and that's just how it is that's kind of like that's kind of like um people saying like okay we did grassroots right so our entire lives need to be put out on display on this podcast or other people talk about it no it doesn't have to i definitely don't want some privacy well no i think we open up the doors as we critique people like logic and in fucking six nine and all these other people we now open the door for them to critique us they can i don't I, no let me i don't give a shit i don't care <laughs> like i don't really care what y'all say i, I got nothing to hide yeah i don't, I don't, really, <laughs> I don't really care but i'm just saying you you open up the that door once you step into certain realms so i don't know either way i i, I do hope that they figure it all out and and man i know. just think it's they gotta just change people around them Oh yeah, well that's that's definitely because that's how that's usually what happens. People's shit gets out there because a friend of the family or someone, someone is gives the stuff to like TMZ or another. Yeah, like you yeah. gotta, you, gotta you, fix you, that. You gotta fix it. You gotta fix it. Keep some of those people off. Um, I guess and uh, lastly, just to kind of briefly skim over, so Bobby Valentino is named as suspect in Georgia rape case. Yeah, uh, and then uh, Lisa Bloom says that more victims are coming forward against Trey Songs. Mm-hmm. And his legal battles uh, on physical assault. So, I guess more to come with that. Uh, prayers up for them, gentlemen. I don't really know what's happening, but I respect that situation. Prayers and, uh, up to everyone. Yeah, and uh, let the truth come out, whatever yeah, it is. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Let the truth come out. So uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I oh, I wanted to say something, and I was gonna. I was you know I always have that one topic where I wanted to surprise all of you guys. I read a crazy rumor, crazy, crazy rumor about Will Smith being in Savannah, Georgia with another woman. I thought it was, uh, don't Will and Jada have an open relationship? Isn't that like known? Well, that was the thing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. The way that the, it was framed was, was like, no, no one knew anything and, and Will was on sneak tip. But I love Will Smith, so I'll support him through anything. <laughs> I feel like he got that video crew with him down there <laughs> for his recent videos. He got he got a vlog like no. So I saw I saw he did uh he he posted some shit. He wears a body cam, oh. which is fire. He wears a body cam around his uh his waist with uh it's a GoPro that he uses or whatever whatever cameras use. I think it's a GoPro. He said. Mm-hmm. And he wears a body cam. That's how he's doing all this amazing shit. Damn. We got to get body cams. Uh, pff, mm, I'm, I'm going to opt out with that. I'm going to opt out on that one. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, this is the last episode of Grassroots Podcast. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Nah. <laughs> but like I said before, I mean, you kind of touched on it. Whatever people do in their personal lives, that's in their personal life. Yeah. If he's having fun, whatever... Whatever. It's not hurting me. It's not affecting me. It is what it is. Yeah. But Will Smith's video vlogs and Instagram are fire. Fire. They are fire. Fire. I see some other people trying to do it, but his is the best. Yeah. Yeah. No, nobody's fucking with Will right now. It's fire. So (laughs) with that said, um, as always, uh, follow us, Grassroots Podcast, uh, and that's Grassroots Pod, and that's on Twitter, Instagram, Grassroots Podcast on YouTube, and we have a group me chat that's going to be posted. Uh, the the direct link to it yep. will be posted in this YouTube video. 
Um, and we look forward to hearing from you guys. Uh, we're taking fan questions like we normally do. You can call in. That number mm -hmm. is exclusively shared on our group me chat. It, the group mm -hmm. me chat, for, for those that don't know, it's legitimately a chat where we're talking to our fans literally 24 hours free. a day. And it's free. Uh, so you can join up there. It's really fun. You post music. Um, a lot of the playlists that we've done uh, with Audio Mac. Um, a lot of the fans have submitted and have made it on with mm -hmm. some really, really dope records. So that's always uh, good. And uh, we want to hear from you guys. So let us know what you think. Uh, tell us your thoughts about a lot of the topics that we covered today. Um, that's it. I'm getting better with this ending. Like, you know how, like, you nail the beginning? You always nail the be beginning. You always have this energy. It's like, hey, everyone. Like, I, I don't, I, don't, I can't really pull that up. I'm doing really good at the endings here. I was about to say, you did a good job on was, this one. It was smooth. I, I didn't fuck up the emails and nothing like that. Well, yeah. I had to, yeah. Right. I, 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 I didn't say anything. Trust me, if you, if you did, I would have been like, uh, but. Yeah, well, they killed like, me right. last episode when I was saying deuce, deuces. They killed me. <laughs> Yeah, but, but it was kind—you know—it was kind of a pun because it's like he was saying deuces to DJ Envy, like, "Oh, deuces to me saying sorry, bye." Sometimes when you're that creative, they don't get it for light years. That's all right. People always mess up my name, so I don't feel bad. How can you mess up Aaron? That's all right. <laughs> That's another topic of discussion yeah, later <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, with that said, I'm Brandon Killabeach Hall. I'm Aaron Ashley Simon. And we out. Hey. Grass, 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 grass.